For the Balinese, the entire island is their universe. Well, now they know there's more to that, but um, that's how it was always written down, that was how it was always believed in, that was always how it has been. And actually, it might just stay that way. Finally time to pull up the map of Bali that has been sitting in your closet or is somewhere in your phone or somewhere on the internet waiting to be discovered. Pull that map out and tell me what you see. Well, some say it's like a chicken facing west towards Java. Yeah, yeah, now you see, don't you? And some say it's a fish and it's swimming away from Java towards the east. Yeah, do you see that one too? I kind of prefer the fish. Why? Well, it really has to do with how Bali remains the universe of the Balinese. You see, anything that's high and up there is meant for the gods. It's divine, right? So the higher it is, the higher the elevation, the highest point of the island, do you see where I'm going with this, is meant for the gods. That's the mountain. The mountain or the volcano Agung. Agung is... Agung literally means something that's elevated, something that's high, something that's prestigious and royal. It is for the gods. It is a realm of the ancestors of the f- of the supreme god. It's the holiest complex of the mother temple, the Besaki temple, which is where every single Balinese has their ancestral homeland, their ancestral um, temple. It's where everyone worships towards. In Bali... The mountain is north, wherever you may be, called Kaja. Again, remember, it might be spelled Kaja, like K-A-J-A, but it's actually pronounced Kaja, because the last A is closed, and it becomes almost like an E. So the mountain is always Kaja, wherever you might be in Bali, yes. Even if you are North Bali, the north is the south, because north is wherever the mountain is. Therefore, Kaja doesn't necessarily translate well into North. Let's just translate Kaja as mountain word, right? Now, everything else that's not mountain word is sea word, or we can know it as South. Kaja, Kalod. Kalod is the opposite. It's the South. It is where the sea is. It is where the coastline is. And... Yes, it is the polar opposite of the mountain. It is not really regarded as the sacred part of the island. It is where the ghosts and goblins mainly dwell. It is where the coast ends, where the world ends, and where foreigners love to get brown. We still don't really know why you guys enjoy doing that, but oh well. And um, the south, the, the ocean, is not all bad. The, the water of the ocean, the salt water, is actually quite interesting. It has this ability to even get rid of negativity. 
as salt is kind of a balancing power. So even though the ocean is seen as something that is mysterious, dark, deep, and low, it is still a place of purification. Therefore, you see a lot of purification ceremonies going towards the beach to cleanse ritualistic items or to cleanse deities and offerings into the ocean water, into the salt water. So even though it is a negative place, it also remains a positive place. And the same case is for the mountains. The mountains is not necessarily a place for human beings. It's meant for the gods. The higher elevation, the cold, and yes, the fiery pit that the creator um, emits lava from, that's also a negative point for human beings. So where should the human beings actually be? They should be around rivers. They should be around the middle. There should be somewhere where they can cultivate rice where they can cultivate other grains and fruits and vegetables and take care of other animals um the midlands is where you'll see denpasar is where you'll see a lot of the big towns and villages you will not see much people populate areas that's higher up and you don't really see much people populating the places that's down by the coast now by the coast all you see is hotels well that's because locals don't really want to live by the coast it's just the foreigners it's just a tourist this is basically the geography of the island the polar opposites the north and the south why i prefer seeing bali like a fish is because Whenever you see a map of Bali, you'll always see the elevations, which is higher and which is lower. And Mount Nagung being the highest point is naturally always visible as something darker on the map because of its higher elevation. And imagine this to be the eye of the fish if you look at the map of Bali. Um it's facing towards the east and the eye is the Mount Agung. Um this is basically what I see when I see the map of Bali. But let's explore more about the areas that that really makes Bali what Bali is. There are nine what we call in Indonesian kabupaten, nine regencies. So in Indonesia there is the Republic of Indonesia, the central government, and then below that there's provinces. Some provinces are special, some are less special. There are around 30 of these provinces. I think the latest number was 34 provinces around the entire country. And in each province there are regencies. Each province has a capital, like has a provincial capital. Uh for example in Bali the provincial capital is Denpasar um and so forth. But every province is also subdivided into regencies and Bali has nine regencies. Um when you land into Bali you'll first land into the regency of Badung. Badung is the largest regency in Bali. It goes all the way down south to the edge of the island Uluwatu and it goes all the way north midland up towards um the central part of the island body. Um Badung most definitely has the most tourist spots and it's one of the richest regencies. Um the airport is located there, the harbor is located there, a lot of the major roads and largest infrastructures are located there. It has the Uluwatu Temple, 
often down in the south where you can see the monkey dance and where it's also a very sacred spot and a great spot for all surfers you have Nusa Dua which is a part of the Indonesian tourism development complex full of luxury hotels and a wonderful place where they would host different international conferences that was where the APAC summit was also had uh, was also um, held the international monetary fund conferences were also held at Nusa Dua you have Jimboran Bay famous for its seafood and you have above the airport roads that leads to Kuta which is well we know Kuta is always full of the bustling Australians that don't know where else they need to go to um and above Kuta you have Saminyak the posh and trendy part of the island and above that you have the upcoming hipster paradise of Changu and that is Badung it's huge it goes even further midland to an area of the island called Patang Plaga and this is um Plaga or Patang is um our villages where there's a lot of plantations happening so Badung is huge it is humongous it's like a long spanning north to south um regency that is home to many of the tourist spots of the island it is um where you'll definitely definitely pass by The next regency that you'll definitely hear of and that you'll definitely pass by wherever you're going is Denpasar. Denpasar is not only a regency, it's also the provincial capital. Denpasar is home to Sanur, the beautiful beaches of the east side of Bali where you can have the best sunrise. Sanur is um the polar opposite of Samina. You see how polar opposites work now? Uh Bali is pretty unique for that. Um if you go to Saminyak and Changu and Kuta, you'll have the party. You'll have the young, you'll have the posh. You'll have beach clubs, alcohol and beautiful sunsets. It is classic beach club Bali. And then if you go to the east to Sanur, which is located in the Denpasar area, you'll have the laid back chill waters of Sanur. There's barely any waves. It's perfect to just chill on the golden beaches. It is uh the best place if to go to if you want to retire. It's a beautiful place for breakfast. Everything is up and awake at 6 a.m. Um people go on bicycles, on jogging treks. It is just absolutely splendid. It's a morning of the world. It's the morning of Bali. And it's a perfect place to go to if you want to just slow down and take it easy. Speaking of taking easy, head north away from Denpasar into the regency of Gianyar where there is Ubud. Ubud is the mecca for relaxation, indulgence and yoga and um it is a vegan and a vegetarian paradise. It is home to the famous monkey forest, but beyond that there's many yoga studios, many temples and many beautiful decadent rice fields. North of the Ubud town is Jat is um wow I actually forgot the name of it it's actually called Tagalalang and Tagalalang is home to the famous chicken rice fields or the uh, terraced rice fields next to the regency of Gianyar is the regency of Tabanan which is home to even more rice fields including the beautiful Jati Lui which is a gigantic rice field complex It is a UNESCO World Heritage site dedicated to Subak or the water irrigation system. 
that was invented by the sage Markandeya when he visited Bali a very, very long time ago. And besides rice fields, there is also the famous water temple of Tanalot, one of the sea temples guardian of the West. And the sea temple of Tanalot is actually um, a rock that's outstretched in the middle of the sea. And during low tide, you can walk simply with water up to your ankles to reach the temple. But during high tide, it is isolated amongst the waves of the ocean. It is absolutely stunning. It's a must-see if you're visiting Bali even for a short time. And beyond Tabanan, you have in the center heart of Bali a regency called Bangli. Bangli is B-A-N-G-L-I, just do not get confused with Bali. Bangli is one of the smallest regencies, yet it is quite cute and quite quaint. There is the wonderful village of Panglipuran, which is a beautiful village. Um, very clean, extremely, extremely touristic though, but it's it's quite pretty. It's a good place to just see and to take a picture of. Um, there's a bamboo forest right next to it too, which might be even a better place for a photo shoot. But Bangli is also home to Kintamani and the, ba- and the Bator um, Lake and the Bator Mountain. Um, it's actually a caldera or it's a giant... Uh, crater, an X crater, which is now just filled with water. That's what a caldera is, and it's right next to the actual active volcano of Bator, which you can trek in the morning to see a beautiful sunrise. Bangli is in the heart of Bali. It's right in the center. However, above it, there is Singaraja, the town north of Bali in the regency of Buleleng. Buleleng spans across the entire north of the island and its capital is Singaraja. Singaraja is actually quite important because it used to be the capital of Bali. It used to be the most important kingdom in this part of the island, in this part of the country. And now it is full of students. It is a university town. And right next to Singaraja, you'll have Lofina, which is uh, a place where you can see dolphins in the morning. And there is also Panglipuran, which is, uh, sorry, um, there's also Pamutaran, which is a beautiful village where you can go snorkeling. And um, it has, the coast on the north is quite peaceful. It doesn't really have much waves and it's perfect to go snorkeling. Along the east where the mountain, um, the Mount Agung is, that is called Karang Asam. Karang Asam is towards the east. It tends to be relatively drier, but it has the beautiful Mount Agung, the temple, Basaki. It has another very important temple in the northeast corner of the island called uh, Lampuyang Temple. It is where you see those gates, um, the gates of heaven where people take amazing photos for the Instagram. That's where it is. It's located in Karang Asam and the capital of the world is well, capital, but the biggest town in Karangasam is Amlapura, where there is the beautiful Tamanujung Palace. It's a water palace from the king of Karangasam. Karangasam was also a very important kingdom back in the day, and the king also built a beautiful water palace for the summer called Tirtaganga, and it's absolutely breathtakingly wonderful. And Karangasam is definitely one of my favorite places to go to. 
uh, for a beautiful mountainous break from busy bustle of the south of Bali. But the extreme corner of Bali, which a lot of people wouldn't really go to, is called the Regency of Jambrana. The Regency of Jambrana is um, located on the opposite. It's located on the west. And over there, there's just this huge mass of beautiful lush forest. The port of Gilimanuk, which bridges Java to Bali with ferries departing all the time. And a beautiful island of Minjangan where you can go for snorkeling. There is one other regency that's pretty unique and it's called Klungkung. It's tiny. It's on the east side of Bali, right above uh, Gyanyar. And Klungkung has its capital of Samarapura. And Klungkung was also previously an empire of its own. And it spreads to other islands, which is off the shore of Bali, off the eastern shore of Bali. They are the Nusa Islands, the, the Nusas. They are Nusa Penida, Nusa Lembongan, and Nusa Chaningan. Nusa Lembongan and Nusa Chaningan are connected by a bridge. Uh, these two islands are, well, great for water stuff, I guess, like snorkeling again. You need to go by a boat and um, the waters are absolutely beautiful and crystal clear. There's a lot of seaweed farming and a lot of mangrove um, that grows over there naturally. And then Nusa Penida, which is a relatively larger island, is just a massive cliff-like structure with breathtaking beaches which are just so 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 grabbable. Nusa Penida is quite a mysterious island actually. Amongst the Balinese we kind of regard it as a interesting island, a rather unique island where we sent off the most skilled of the practitioners of the dark arts. Therefore Nusa Penida is home to a lot of mystery for the Balinese. We we see Nusa Penida as home of this monstrous like King Jeromanic who basically likes to haunt the coast of eastern Bali. Uh, Nusa Penida is a story to tell on its own. It has very important temples and these temples are located in caves and and are just they, they are quite mysterious. You, you'll feel an eeriness to it and that's why Nusa Penida is an island on its own. It's not really located with the cosmology of Bali. It is a special case. It is an island where you go to rid yourself of the negativity of the world that you generally live in. And that is the extremely interesting cosmology and regencies and geography and political history of Bali. I hope it gives a wider and good overview of where things are on the island. Again, please look at a map, see where things are, and what I've just told you isn't complete at all. I've just listed what they are and I've just told you of some of the best and most important tourist spots, but there's more to the island and I'll be discovering it with you, so don't worry and hold on tight. Until then, Om Shanti, 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 Om. Thank you.